Grace Bible Church, welcome back to the Midweek Podcast. We're here, me and Bobby and Brent are the guys talking to you today. Welcome, guys. Oh, Stephen, thank you for having me again. And yeah, I- and Bobby, Bobby, so good to have you today. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I'm thankful to, to spend this time with you guys. We're going to talk a little bit about things coming up, some things from this past Sunday, and uh, we get a chance to hang out with Bobby a little bit. So, um, yeah, uh, Brent, how was it for you this past Sunday getting to kind of be on the receiving end? Uh, Roman preached for us this Sunday, and what a blessing that was. Yeah, it was wonderful, you know, to be able to <clears throat> be able to help Sarah get the boys ready in the morning and um, was a great gift. Yeah, you know, in ministry, we don't, we don't usually get to do that. Uh, on Sunday morning, so that was that was fun to be able to give a hand again. What what moms have to do, uh, dads as well, uh, but of course what uh, what our wives often have to do on on uh, Sunday mornings is is always Herculean and appreciate them greatly and and how faithful they are. Uh, and it was a joy to be able to. Uh, I heard Roman's sermon one and a half times. <laughs> so the first, of course, the nine o'clock is when the the one the family we were together. And I mean, I'll have to post a picture later and show it. But uh, you know, Uriah was so inspired on Monday. He went home, and uh, Sarah sent me a picture, a video of him playing along with with you all uh, on the recording uh, of uh, one of the previous services. He was playing his guitar and singing, and he says, <laughs> I, "I play guitar with Grace Bible Church." You know, just what what our kids catch. Even though logically, sure, they're not able to grasp all the the points and components and gold nuggets there. Uh, but without question, the Spirit is doing formation in their life. And so to be able to see that, and then also to just appreciate the fact of, it's not a question of if your child makes noise when you come, it's when they make noise, and they will make noise, and they will squirm. And that's okay. I mean, I'm really, it is okay. And so uh, even though even my own blood pressure goes up in my own body when my own kids are squirming a little bit, that's okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, to see though, the, some of the fruit that's come from this, uh, of our boys just in their, their love and the routine that they're picking up, man, it's been good. So that was, that was, that really made my, my soul quite sweet. And the Roman did such a wonderful job, uh, leading us into, uh, John chapter 11 that will finish off this Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was rich and, and, um, and honestly, I think it does, um, I think it does, the whole church good, you know, when you take a break, that's not because we don't get to hear you preach. <laughs> that's not, not what I mean. But I, I think, you know, it's good to see you, uh, you know, being rejuvenated and being there with your family and, and seeing that as a, a priority. I think it's a, a blessing to us and, um, and honestly like fuels you for, for more ministry. So that's, it's wonderful. Um, yeah, I, my kids, uh, this past Sunday, you know, we're, taking some notes and doing some things and um and I I kind of know what you're talking about uh with your your blood pressure kind of going up you know if I see my kids squirming I'm like uh please sit you know I'm strumming the guitar and thinking hey uh can you can you like stop doing that I'm thinking all these things at the same time and having flashbacks to <laughs> to my mom playing the piano in the church and kind of giving me that like the snap finger point thing you know mm. and Oof. and uh yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, you knew it was up. You saw that finger, and um, 
but man, I, I do remember uh, being a kid and, and learning what it looked like to, you know, I know the doxology came right before the offering as a kid growing up in, in our church. And I knew, you know, we're going to pray at this point. We're going to hear the sermon at this point. And um, yeah, it was really formative for me as a kid even. So um, what a joy to have our kids in there. Yeah, you know, this makes me think as well, middle school and high school students, uh, you know, Bobby, you are in their lives. Um, what what challenges, what fruits, what things have you seen with, uh, you know, our emphasis, word worship service family for all ages? So our our, our students need to prioritize and, and be a part of the corporate worship gathering. Uh, what fruit have you seen from that? What challenges have you seen from that? Uh, and, and from maybe kind of further things you've, you've seen of, of working with, uh, college students and young adults, uh, what are some of the fruits that you've seen of, of those kids that really grow a love for the corporate body and worship? Yeah, well, I think it's easy for uh, for them to feel that they are tagging along with parents. You know, this is your parents' church on Sunday morning, but on Wednesday night, that's our church. Um mm. And I think it's been interesting just in this season. That's that's something that we would want to be combating no matter what. But especially in this season to have uh, that kind of taken away and you had not even an option of going. And then once you get it back and talking to our students on Sunday morning that do come and the families that are there, uh, it's just so refreshing. You feel like, okay, this isn't... Um, where I just come and I sit in the back and as soon as my parents are done talking, we leave. It's like you get to see your people. You get to be poured into. You get to hear what's going on at church that you're a part of. And I think it was just for us pretty simply a don't know what you've got till it's gone situation where you would want them to experience that at all times and not just, hey, you've been deprived of this for two or three months and now you get this like sweet, sweet nourishment again, but it's at all seasons, you know, whenever you're graduated and you're in college, you need to have that same, you know, hope of getting to see people and worship together. You need to, as you've graduated and you're moving and starting your own family, that's how you build the foundation of a family is saying, this is what we do. This is us. This is our body. Uh, and so it's neat to kind of see that unfolding and, and just see their reactions just to get to be around people uh, and identify it as their church uh, for some, maybe for the first time. So, Bobby, what would you say to parents maybe that are having middle schoolers with them, even late elementary school? I know we have a great group of sixth graders that are coming in, wonderful class of sixth graders coming into the student ministry uh, what would you say to those parents maybe whose kids are, you know, they say, they're say they saying things like, I don't want to go, it's boring, um, you know, they're, they're, or they're, uh, they're just struggling to engage. It's a foreign environment to them. What are some ways that you would encourage uh, those parents and, and maybe any kind of wisdom you might try to give to them? Well, I think <clears throat> the cliche is, you know, you get out what you put in. But I think for parents, a lot of times, um, they feel as though maybe if I just get them there, then that's good enough. I can check that off the box of being a good parent. Hmm. Uh, but so much of what we try to do with the information we're going through with students, uh, 
um, is we want to get that in the hands of parents as well so that they can have intentional conversation. Hey, what did you, what were y'all talking about tonight? Hey, I heard, saw y'all were studying this. What did you think about that? Well, that's difficult sometimes to do to get them on the same page. Well, here you have an opportunity where they're in the same service, listening to the same message, the same passage. And so mm-hmm. the beauty of, I think, how we do it is we know what we're covering this Sunday. And so for a parent to say, hey, on uh, whatever, Friday, Saturday, we're going to read uh, the portion of John 11 that we're talking about on Sunday, just so that the first time you're hearing it isn't in the pew. And mm-hmm. then afterwards, you get to debrief with some of the points that were made. What did you think about that? Okay, well, tell me, tell me what that's like hearing that as a 14 year old, you know, because I think for parents, it's, it's helpful uh, for them to hear, you know, what that passage would have been like for somebody uh, that's their children's age. Um, and then if a kid knows, hey, we're going to be talking about this when we go to lunch, this is just kind of the discussion. Uh, you're going to engage more uh, in, during those those sermons, during those, uh, you know, the times of uh, announcements and prayer and worship. You know, it's not just we come in for that hour and we just sit still together shoulder to shoulder and then leave and never talk about it again. Uh, but that the beauty of it is you can give it some sort of prep in reading what we're covering beforehand and then debrief afterwards and say, Hey, what'd you think about this? And then tell them what you thought about it. Steve, would you add anything to that? Yeah, I think, you know, part of, um, what we can do to to help combat that is is kind of this family worship idea that you know we uh, I think if if we get ingrained into you know it's not only our our children it's us as well that that worship is a is an important part of life as a whole you know um, that there if there are regular routines of sitting down and reading the word as Bobby was saying like you know looking at the passage that we're going to be looking at maybe on Friday night or Saturday night before you come on Sunday to to go ahead and be ready to hear that and um, you're already kind of anticipating what's coming uh, that goes ahead and you know go that that prepares you for hearing and receiving uh, maybe even a little bit better to prayerfully as a family Saturday night before you go to bed knowing that we've got to get good rest on Saturday night so we can get up and be ready on Sunday morning to not be distracted and too tired, you know, don't stay out till midnight on Saturday night, you know, go to bed at a decent time as a family so that you're setting forth a a precedent that Sunday morning is important. Um, And um, just like you would go to bed early on a school night, you know, go to bed early on a church night because it's, it's an important time to, to be there and be fresh and ready to receive and to give, you know, we're, we're there serving together as a, as a body of believers to, um, to give ourselves to each other, whether that's in singing over one another or, you know, teaching in a class or, um, being active listeners, you know, it's not just a passive thing, receiving mm. the word, teaching people that, that listening to the word is an active exercise. Um, so even during the sermon time, you are, being active in how you receive the word. So setting that precedent as a family, uh, good habits to, to come in ready. I think on Sunday is a good, a good practice. That's, that's excellent. You know, how many, we will never know 
you know, it, it, this could be a, you know, a single adult listening to this right now, a senior adult or anybody that you don't, you may not know that that little third grader or that seventh grader, they may be looking over at you while you sing and how that might shape them to, to feel comfortable of uh, if there's a boy that doesn't have a father figure coming up on Father's Day this Sunday and they see you as a man singing joyfully uh, to your God, seeing you being willing to m- lift your hand if the Spirit leads you to do so and uh, you know, close your eyes in prayer to see you worship the Lord. You, we can never underestimate how formative that is. The same with note-taking. I mean, taking taking print notes. I remember being a kid and uh, seeing my, my mom with her Bible. My parents always had their Bible open, and it became uh, contagious uh, for me to begin to do that. And that shift happened for me really in, in, in depth in early high school, where this became, it, it shifted to, this is, these are my people. These are the people that I'm committed to. And and uh, it became less about the sermons in, uh, interesting, or I like the speaker, and more about I want to understand this, and but that that happened by I mean, every Sunday it was going, and you never know what the Spirit is going to use and who the Spirit is going to use and at what time uh, to be able to speak to somebody's heart. And uh, man, that's that's what I see. It was one of the most exciting things to be able to preach and to see a family sitting beside each other and they've got pens and they've got notes and yeah, they're probably doing some cute drawings on their pages, but you never know what the Spirit might use to prick their their conscience. And it's a uh, it's just a beautiful. A beautiful, encouraging time. So just be aware of that. These little ones are watching us. They are in kids' church. They are in student ministry. They are in the gathering of the body because they are all a part of our body. Uh, and that's that's something to remember. This time isn't just for adults. This is the family gathering of Grace Bible Church on Sunday mornings, man. And it gets me pumped up. Yeah. Speaking of cute drawings, uh, don't you have some kind of cute drawing for us this Sunday? Or a, or a diagram or oh, something. Oh, I do. I do. I tell you what, getting uh, getting <laughs> a week free on my brain's a dangerous thing. So <laughs> it, instead of sermon points, we'll have kind of a, a sermon grid uh, that's going to expose all of our different characters that we have in our text of John eleven forty five through twelve eleven. Uh, kind of an interview as we look at these these five major figures from the Jewish authorities to Lazarus to Mary and Martha to Judas to Jesus. Uh, all their different perspectives when it comes to the power and purpose of man, the power and purpose of God, uh, basically the power and purpose of, of evil spiritual forces, and then also what's the future look like. Each of these individuals, their answers are in this text. And uh, my, my prayer for us, one of our next steps, kind of out of the bag, is to say, if my name was added to that list, if I was here in this text, what would I, what would I respond to those four areas? What would I say in my life is is my view of the purpose of, uh, and, and and power of, of man, the purpose and power of Jesus, the, the the future things that are coming. How am I living accordingly to that? And uh, I am I am just really excited to uh, to sit in this text. It is so encouraging. It's been encouraging to me this week. And you know, I know we have some other things coming up uh, this week and through the summer. Bobby, you and Mary have done a great job as a tag team thinking through some great ways to engage our people. Can you tell us a little bit about these date nights that are going to be taking place? Yeah. So. Uh, Obviously, I think everything that we're doing right now, it's easy to see it through the lens of coronavirus and uh, what that's done to church, to families, to school, uh, just your interaction with people, and seeing that there's going to be a stress on marriages. You know, some of it, it's 
you're spending a lot more time together, potentially. Uh, some of it, you're just, it's the unknown. Um, you're working from home. Uh, there might be strains on finances, communication, uh, what that means. Uh, and so saying, okay, this is a good time to kind of just really uh, let the Lord pour into your marriage and stop and be intentional and say, okay, what, um, what do we need to, what do we need to do to build up this marriage good, uh, foundationally, but just we're communicating again. Uh, and so there's a Paul Tripp study called habits of a healthy marriage. Uh, just trying to get into some of those habits of what it would mean, um, right now to be intentional. And so we wanted to do it where it wasn't just one more thing. I think there's a little bit of digital uh, burnout happening right now. Uh, and so we didn't want to say, okay, here's one more thing, but just really thinking enough of it and what it could be to say, we want to do it. We want to make it really easy to get in there. So what's going to happen, you'll just get uh, an email with the link. You'll be able to watch it on the computer or you can have a DVD uh, provided for you. Um, and then there's questions that you go through with your spouse. Uh, and then to make it a little bit more fun, we've added a little date night packet that's got uh, just some snacks, some treats that you'll you'll be able to eat while you're there. So it feels a little bit like a date. You know, you can eat popcorn, watch Paul Tripp and his mustache. Uh, oh, I love that mustache. It's that amazing. Oh, it's fantastic. But <laughs> just, just an opportunity to say, okay, let's slow down um, and really like, kind of uh, nurture our marriage and then we want to as a church body just make it really really easy for you to do uh, eliminate as much as possible that's going to keep you from getting it done we're also doing these family connect events and we just had kind of our first one recently where um we came by and grabbed snowmies and that kind of thing what's the what's the kind of hope as we're you're providing devotionals and things for for the families um what's kind of the hope there as uh, i imagine it's Kind of a similar situation, right? We've kind of all Absolutely. looking through the lens of coronavirus and what is that doing to our families and what are we doing with our time as we're all spending a lot of time together. So what are we doing there as, as families during these uh, devotionals and things? Yeah, well, you're, you're dead on. It's just the same type thing of saying, okay, marriages, there's going to be a strain. And then for parents, uh, there's a lot of this that we just kind of shrug and say, like, I don't even know what it's supposed to look like or what do we do now and uh, especially with school out school I think provided some structure for people and it was uh, overwhelming at times but there was at least the understanding of like this is what our day looks like this is what we're doing um, and now that that's gone it's a little bit um, it's easy to drift into Lord of the Flies or something you know where it's just chaos Oof. Wow. But, yeah Morbid. Yeah, we went there immediately. <laughs> uh, but what we wanted to do is say, okay, uh, for once a week, you can sit down with your family and go through um, Scripture and say, okay, what are core foundational truths that we want our kids to leave with? And not just uh, a long Bible study, and this is a story from the Bible. You know, all of those things are good, but to say we have their attention for 15 minutes. And so we want to make it as simple uh, of a truth. We're going to review from last week. And then you want it to be really fun. We want it to be like, man, our kids are, is it time to do the Devo? Is it Devo night? Um, and it really is like, it's, 
kind of unapologetically in the same way whenever we worked at Pine Cove, uh, a big camp in Tyler, they're getting boats and ropes courses and pools and stuff, not because they think a boat is going to lead a kid to the Lord or a ropes course is going to teach them foundational truths. There are things you can do, but you get them there. And then when they're there, you know that they're going to be experiencing truth. And so for our families to say, hey, we're going to make it fun. We're going to make it really, really easy for you to do. Here's a script. Here's what you need to walk your kids through as far as a verse to memorize that you can do that together. And here's, it's literally all that you need. And so we did a, a pickup event just to say like, hey, this is another opportunity for uh, for me, John, and Jenny to get to see families, uh, for them to see us, for our leaders to get to see the kids. I think our leaders were more excited to do it uh, than us or the families just because they hadn't seen everybody in a while. And so it really was, we had music going, there were bubbles, silly string, uh, and then for somebody to get to leave with snow means it's like, well, why wouldn't you want to do that? But then ultimately we know you're leaving with this bag of devos that's going to make it really, really uh, hopefully simple for you as a family to go through this stuff uh, in a season where that's going to be uh, probably magnified. Well, I'll tell you, you and um, your incredible team of, of leaders has honestly, you, you've taken um, what could be a lemon of a season and turn it in. You've turned it into proverbial lemonade. Um, I think this is somehow going to be one of the more memorable summers and seasons that we've had um, because of some of these incredible ideas. I mean, even like some of the things that you've done, you know, your, your team has done, uh, our, our, our incredible people here at our church have done to minister to our body, to, um, to leave things on their doorstep or um, to do this, this little thing that's going to be fun. Or, you know, we had people show up and, you know, give us things. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just, uh, it's actually been something that I think we'll look back on and say, that was actually a really fun season, even in the middle of really weird times. Um, so thank you for, for serving our body like that yeah. and even serving our families, um, like that. It's just been, it's been really sweet in the middle of really weirdness. <laughs> well, I think once, once you get past the, what is it today and just see everything is like, okay, here's a new opportunity. How do we love our people? How do we make their jobs as parents and as husbands and wives easier? Then you can get real excited about what you can do to come alongside and equip them. So that's kind of been the heart behind a lot of it. That's cool. Well, praise God. Very good. Well, guys, looking forward to this Sunday. Um, Jesse uh, is going to be leading worship for us this Sunday. Um, I'll be heading to the beach. Um, and so um, thankful for him and for our, our team of volunteers are going to help maintain the ship. It's going to be amazing. And um, it'll be a sweet time of worship Sunday. I'll see you online there. All right. Yeah, you'll, Very you'll be good. At the beach watching, I'm sure. Oh, I will be. Me and my whole family. We'll the good news there. is we can tell. We can tell if he logs in. <laughs> That's right. There's accountability there for sure. Done. Done. Love it. <laughs> All right, guys. See you. <laughs> Tip.